Hello, my name is Ellie. Welcome to Podstars Academy. Today we're going to be discussing issues affecting young people when considering employment and career choices. Esther, why are we covering this today? Well, Ellie, the importance of this is to hopefully ease the anxious minds of young people who are often stuck between a rock and a hard place when deciding the next step after compulsory education. With us today we have... Hi, my name is Simran. And my name is Posey. It's a pleasure to have you guys on today. Would you like to um, give us a brief overview of what you will be discussing today? So today we will be discussing the issue of money and whether it deters young students from like, applying for university or making career choices or how they're going to live. And on my side, I'll be talking more about the rest of the life apart from university and how money affects that. So Simran, could you tell me anything interesting that you've discovered today from your research? I have. Um, according to a new report, the prospect of going into high education has become less desirable for many young people. It shows that from 2013, from a high percentage of 81%, students have decided that they don't want to go into um, higher education due to the risk of having a high debt and having to pay it off when you're quite much older and in your own job. It has gone down from 81% to about 71%, which is still high, but does have a cause for concern. And as a young person, could you give us your personal take on that? Would you think about going into higher education? I have thought about it and I did originally want to go into higher education but now do feel like will I be able to afford it um, if the rest of my life does cost more and I don't have my family to support me will I be able to take out a loan maybe have a double debt or if I can actually afford to carry on with higher education or maybe if apprenticeship or paid internship is the right choice for me. And Posey, what's your take on this? Well, the all the millennials are struggling with their personal needs instead of, uh, as well as going <laughs> to uni. And people are so much more intrigued of having a happy and fulfilled life in what they're doing instead of caring solely about the money. Um, and in a study performed by The Guardian of 2,500 people, the majority were found to be rebelling against their parents' values and were determined to lead lives relying so heavily, not relying so heavily around the world of work. So this um, increases the need for cheaper housing, which is just not um, plateauing at the moment. It keeps going up. So Posey, would you describe yourself as a rebel? Um, I would say so. Uh, I think I don't conform to what my family would want me to do and my brothers are kind of following the line of going into businesses and things but I'm really not um, following that route so yes I would say I'm a rebel. And now regarding the conflicting choice between whether to pursue a degree or work experience we have Ellie and Zarin to, um, to discuss the different points of views. Hi. My name is Arin. Um, I am going to be discussing whether work experience is better than a degree. So here are the arguments for why we should. Um, it's, it gives us a better understanding of the world of work 
and some work experience actually pay so you have income coming in no debt like university um, you get to work with professionals and learn from them so it's just not learning from teachers who have who don't actually have the experience in that specific job um, the person you worked for can provide you with a reference to back you up in the future of work um, more employers look for experience not a degree especially in the creative field so um, a degree isn't really necessary in some work but um, some work experience may not actually give you an accurate role in a specific job so for example a lawyer you might go into a law firm but they give you paperwork to do instead of actually learning how to be a lawyer so like coming up with um, arguments and people take you for granted because we are young and so if they don't pay you they can just make you an assistant and tell you to get coffee it's not really <laughs> exciting so ellie i'm really interested to know what your take is on zarin's argument yeah um so i have to disagree with the debt only because um i know it is fairly expensive you will be coming out with 50 you know, grand of debt in the end, but you only start to pay it off once you've reached a minimum amount of uh, wage, so that's 25,000. Um, and then after 30 years, it does get wiped. So I don't think um, debt is something to consider when going to uni, because there are ways around that. Um, you can develop your passions in certain subjects, you can gain independence, you can establish yourself as a person, you know, you can find other things, you know, um, I know sometimes people um, get involved with the societies in uni and sometimes they make jobs out of that, not even necessarily the degree. So I think it is just finding yourself and having a degree shows that you're hardworking and you can go on to do PhDs, masters, there's so much to do with a degree and it gives you more scope to try new things. Okay, I'd like to thank both of our guests today and I find it very interesting that Ellie is someone who's starting at university in the next couple of months going to Nottingham to study English literature. Clearly money was never at the forefront of her mind when deciding whether or not to do a degree. So thank you very much to our guests today. So now for the next topic we've taken to the streets to hear um, what the general public thinks of the snowflake generation and how young people are perceived. So how hard was it for you to come into the career you're in now as a young person? Uh, really difficult because most of my peers are about 15 years older with more experience. Um, I had to find an opportunity, um, even if it was internships and just working alongside somebody and just push my way up. So that's how I've gotten here really. What does the term Snowflake Generation mean to you? Snowflake Generation, a uh, term assigned by people online to people they don't really like I guess on normally the left hand side of the uh, spectrum. So we are joined by Melissa and Ambia. Would you like to tell us, kick us off Melissa, what did you discover out on the streets? Uh, so we went onto the streets and first of all asked them what the term snowflake generation meant to them and we actually found uh, the older people didn't really know but we found some young people who did understand and gave some really passionate answers. Yeah so we it was really interesting because we first did ask, um, what does it mean to you? 
So obviously if they didn't know, they could kind of assume what it could be. And even then quite a lot of people were confused by the term, which kind of, and we did go to some young people. We had these Belgium students and uh, they came and they were just sitting down and we were talking to them and they talked about how they didn't know what the term meant until we rephrased the question in a different way and just about how work is with young people. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually also got a brilliant American young man who knew everything about the Snowflake Generation and he got very passionate. Uh, he was talking about how it was predominantly a right-wing term and he said that it was very unfair and sort of clustering all of the young generation into one specific group. And um, adding to that, it was interesting the terms he was using because he was referring, I think, to his own political kind of ideas because he was using Republican rather than what we would consider conservatives. And we just let him talk because we wanted his opinion. But you could see it's a kind of a problem that's not just within our own country. It's something most young people are facing. Very fascinating. Right, and um, I think that's a wrap. So I'd like to thank all our contributors, the researchers, and of course you, the listeners. Please remember to share and subscribe for future projects. Thank you for listening to Portster's podcast.